Blog Talk Radio. It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it, people. We are back at it. It is time to talk Jets. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things going on in the NFL right now. A lot of things going on in the Jets roster. Today, we're going to be talking about the cornerback position. We're going to cover some other things as well, guys on the bubble. Uh, There are some people that, you know, think that some guys might not make it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Some guys might not make it. So we got a lot to get into. I also want to talk to people about the strengths of the Jets roster, uh, and, you know, some weaknesses as well, you know, where we stand with those things. So, listen, I can't wait. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm, I'm, the, I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on iTunes as well for anybody, you know, that wants to check out the podcast on iTunes. Uh, you can check it out at, you know, The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. Go ahead and subscribe to your boy on there. And leave me a rating, man. Leave me a rating. You know what I'm saying? Jeez, man. I love going back and forth with folks and hearing about what y'all think about the show. So leave your boy a rating. Leave your boy a five-star rating. You know, and let me know what's, what's, what's good. You know, how you feeling about what I'm doing over here. Also on Blog Talk Radio as well, Blog Talk Radio, you know, backslash Long Beach Joe. You can catch the audio there as well. I'm also on YouTube. I live stream on YouTube, and some of you guys are watching me right now. Long Beach Joe Jets is the YouTube page there. Long Beach Joe Jets. You can go there. You know, you can check out my live streams. You can check out the other content. We also game on there as well. We have a lot of fun and go back and forth. So I love interacting with everybody. Salute to all the savages in the chat as well. I call my chat the savages. Why? Because they're savage. They get after everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, again, please check your boy out. You know what I mean? So, now we're going to get into it, man. You know, again, the lines are open, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. The lines are open right now. But we're going to discuss the Jets cornerback position just for a little bit, all right? Because there's, this, is, this is a position group that there's a lot of question marks about, a lot of question marks about. The, the situation here in our defense, when you look at it, the cornerback position a lot of people believe is the weakest. And it's hard to disagree with that, especially when you see, the, see what, what we have there. guy like Bless Austin, you know, we talk about him constantly. We talk about, you know, is he going to struggle this year the same way he struggled that last year? Are we going to see him get cooked the same way that he got cooked last year? Um, he struggled mightily against, you know, certain receivers. We saw him give up yards at times, and there was issues back there. But at the same time, on the other side, we saw a guy like Bryce Hall, who was a rookie corner at the time. We saw him kind of be able to step up at times. Was he getting beat here and there? Absolutely. Um, but, again, he was a young corner. We also saw him, you know, get beat at times but regain confidence and make plays and consistently put things together out there. So there's just big question marks there at the cornerback position between the number one and two because, again, even though we saw Hall be able to regain confidence and do his thing in certain certain uh, games, we're still trying to figure out what he is. Where's the consistency, you know, with him? It, can he be a number one corner here? There's just a lot of questions, a lot of questions. And then after you go, you talk about the number one and number two spot, then you start to talk about that slot corner spot, and it gets even more dicier because we've moved on from Brian Poole at this point 
He's not on the roster. You know, this is after free agency. This is after a draft. And now we're looking at the situation and we're going, okay, well, who's going to be our slot corner? Who's the guy that's going to step up? A lot of guys are saying Javelin Gunter is going to be the guy. We'll see. Because, again, his play, you know, was a little up and down as well at times. We drafted some young guys as well, though. Eccles, Pinnock. Could those guys be in the mix? Michael Carter the second was raved about throughout, uh, you know, OTAs and mini camps. Could he be the guy that's going to step up and fill in that spot corner spot? We even started to hear about a guy, you know, Isaiah Dunn, who was an undrafted free agent, which the Jets paid a lot of money. He's the highest, he's the highest undrafted free agent corner. He has the highest, the biggest contract for the undrafted free agent corner in the history of the NFL. So here's a guy that we're paying very solid money to. Is he a guy that can step up and get into the mix? Is he a slot corner? Is he a guy that could possibly challenge for the number one spot? There's just so many questions there, so many questions, because this, this Jets cornerback situation is just nothing but question marks. We don't know if, how it's going to shake out, what's going to happen. A lot of people are also talking about our pass rush being able to affect you know, our cornerbacks and, and their production and their lack of skill, that our pass rush is going to have to be effective this year and get after quarterbacks because if they don't, we're going to get cooked on the back end. And that's something that could be – that's something that's, that's a reality. That's real because our cornerback situation is such a mess. I was hoping that maybe we could go out there and get a guy in free agency. I know a lot of people wanted Sherman. A lot of people wanted, you know, various names that were out there, but we just were not able to get any of those guys. Again, we attacked the cornerback position late in the draft, but just it, at this point, it doesn't look like it's enough. But maybe a scheme help because again, we're switching from the three-four to the four-three. Maybe with Sullen and the new defensive staff that we got in here, maybe the coaching will help improve some of these guys. I hear a lot of people saying that as well. That hey, bless Austin, yeah, he didn't play well, you know, under our past defensive coordinators and and Greg Williams and guys that we've had, but maybe this is going to be his year. Maybe this is going to be the year where he gets it together, steps up, and we'll see a different Bless Austin. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if I can trust that. Because uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. He's been really bad, really, really bad. So we'll talk about that tonight. We're also going to talk about, you know, guys that are on the bubble, man. There's quite a bit of guys on the bubble. A lot of people saying that Herndon is on the bubble. In my mind, he is. <laughs> you know? Unless he comes out and just outplays a lot of guys, listen, that tight end position with Kenny Yaboa now there, Tyler Cross being here, you know, even with Griffin. Griffin's a guy that he can battle with. Griffin, him and Griffin have been on the roster together, and Griffin's beat him out before and played better. So there's some guys on the bubble as well. We're going to get to all of that stuff, man. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in, call in. Salute to all the savages. Salute to, to Denon in the chat as well. Denon says, yo, what's up, Joe? So glad you're doing the show. Salute to you, man. Thank you so much for, for joining, man. So we're going to get to these lines tonight. First guy I'm going to go to tonight, man, I'm going to my guy. I think this is my guy, E, man. I think this is my guy, E, on the line. We're going to go to E tonight, and we're going to get his thoughts on this Jets cornerback position so far. E, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my man. Give me your thoughts on this Jets cornerback position. How are you feeling about Bless Austin going into this season? Joe, what's going on, man? Hope you're doing well. So corner is definitely, I think it's the biggest weakness on the team. I don't think that's very debatable. 
I think we have a bit of potential, but this year I think it's going to be a bit rough. Uh, you all know me. Bless Austin for me is like Chris Herndon for you. I can't stand the guy. I think fans overrate the crap out of him. I don't get it with him. He misses a million tackles, but he makes a few tackles, and people think he's a great tackler, and that's just his tackling. His coverage is just abysmal. He gets cooked. He's a penalty machine. I, I, I you, There's one guy on Twitter I follow who just put, puts tons of clips of just him getting cooked, and, man, it's ugly. So I'm hoping we won't have to watch him. You know, there's a shot. I think you talked about guys in the bubble. I think very much he's on the bubble. Joe Douglas didn't draft him, and uh, Saul was not the coach when he was here. So there's a chance he doesn't he doesn't make it. The I think Bryce Hall is kind of locked in at, at CB1. CB2 is going to be interesting. I think the options you got. Wow, uh, okay. And, uh, well, who else do you have? So, well, well, hold, hold on a second. Listen, listen. First off, again, I want to thank you for calling in. I hear your take, and I respect it. But a lot of people are saying that, you know, they believe that Bless Austin is kind of locked in at that number one spot. So for you in your mind, you believe that Bless Austin is not going to be our number one corner this year, and it's going to end up being Hall. And then who sits at number two then for you? Well, that's where it gets interesting because I, it's going to be a big battle in camp. But I think, you know, it would be huge to have done just because, you know, you get a, a starter out of an undrafted free agent. Maybe Lamar Jackson, maybe uh, what's his name, the Pinnock from Pittsburgh, one of those guys. Mm-hmm. It, I'm praying we bring in someone like a Stephen Nelson, Nelson or Richard Sherman because, it, dude, we – we're going to lose games because this, this cornerback room is so bad. All right. Now, when you bring up Isaiah Dunn, it's great that you talked about him as well because we saw flashes from him. Do you think that he's a guy that can challenge for that number one or number two spot? Because there was a lot of people saying that, hey, he has the talent to do that. And we started hearing that, that there, he, he was flashing left and right, and he's a guy that could end up taking that spot. Could you see him doing that? Yeah, at minimum, I think he's he's a lot to make the roster. At least I'm, I'm very I'm very hopeful he is. Um, for an undrafted mm-hmm. free agent, that's kind of all you could hope for, and then you can see if they're getting the starting position or not. For him, you know, we saw a lot of flashes in camp. He, what I've seen from a lot of like Jets experts and analysts and stuff, he's a little more refined, like as a technician versus a guy like Eccles or Pinnock. He's just less of the upside athletically. So, yeah, if you can come in and be that CB2, that could be huge. Uh, one of the guys, Joe Blewett from Jet Act Factor, I trust a lot, is really high on Isaiah Dunn. So I think, you know, pretty, yeah. all these guys have a decent shot at competing for, for CB2. It's just part of it is the weakness of the group, but also, you know, if a guy emerges to be a really good player, then that's, that's huge. I mean, you get a, a starting player for an undrafted free agent, not only is that great value, you're paying them nothing. So it's, yeah. it's great value overall. Yeah, absolutely. Now, again, you're talking about that number one and number two spot, but where I also think it's really interesting as well is when we cover that slot position. When we start talking about slot corner and down, and there's a guy, Michael Carter II, that a lot of people are saying, hey, he's a guy that can slide into that position. What are your thoughts about that? Do you think that this guy that we just drafted could come in and take that position, or is there a guy in your mind that is more suited for that slot position that maybe people aren't talking about? Yeah, I think it will be Michael Carter II. It's it's once again a really young and inexperienced group. It's probably going to be a battle between him, Javelin Gidgery, and maybe Brandon Eccles. Um, I think it's going to be Michael Carter II, though. He was people said he was really good in OTAs, so that's exciting. Then you know I, I really like Brian Poole, uh, but you know he kind of didn't play great in Atlanta, who is now our defensive coordinator. 
um, who is part of Atlanta, obviously. So I guess it makes sense to part ways there. He's still in the market if you want to bring him in. But I feel like if they were to bring him in, he would be on the team already. Uh, so, you know, depending on how much we see, like, you know, different packages with the slot corner, I heard that solid does a lot of, you know, three linebackers on the field as a base defense versus, you know, constantly going nickel. But I'll probably expect – I expect to be Michael Carter the second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could see that that being the guy, man. And I tell you what, that battle, even people talking about Gundry, all those guys. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about guys on the bubble as well, too, because you brought up some names. I know you were spitting fast and, and hot, and I know you talked about Herndon, how, how bad she is, and you don't like him much. But what are your thoughts about Chuma Edoga? Because there are some people uh, saying, get, hey, get this rid is of that no, on the bubble. Out of well. here. <laughs> out of here. Please. He is so bad. Dude, I'm so glad we got Moses because now you can make you can make Stant your swing guy, so you don't have to see a doga anymore. Because my God, he is he is bad. <laughs> okay, well, look, I, I respect that. I respect that. You know, look, I, I told people from the second that we got that guy and we drafted him that. He was a project, and he was going to take time. He wasn't a guy that you were able to, you know, start right away or think that you were going to get something. It was going to take some years to really get him together. He just hasn't panned so far. He really, really hasn't. And I think that this year, like you said, with Morgan Moses coming in and, you know, the changes that we made along the offensive line, he's a guy that we could see, you know, being on his way out. But another, you know, position group that I think is packed as well that could be on the bubble because there's so many guys – when you look at this running back position, man, there's yeah. there's a ton of players there. You know what I'm saying? There, there's there's so many guys there. You got Tevin Coleman. You got we got Ty Johnson. You got Michael Carter, who we just drafted as well. Great value, you know, deep into the draft. You got P. Rhines. You got Adams. You got Walter as well, a guy that we picked up, you know, in free agency. Who do you think is on the bubble there? Who do you think doesn't make it? So it really depends on how many running backs they're going to carry. I say they're going to do four. Mm-hmm. I think I think Carter, Coleman, and Ty Johnson are going to be the three, and it's going to be a battle between Adams and Pirine. Now, the thing with mm-hmm. – I think Adams is a better fit in this offense, and he could have a good role as kind of a goal line back. The thing with him, though, is that let's say you release him, he'll probably clear waivers, and you can put him on the practice squad. With Pirine, he'll yeah. probably get claimed somewhere else. Like, he'll, he'll probably be on a different team you wouldn't be able to bring him back because I think he does have a little bit of value. You know, I'm not super high on him. I don't think, you know, he was definitely more drafted for, you know, kind of the more added base system, kind of the, the power back up the middle and, you know, stuff like that, which we're not really doing this year, obviously. Uh, thankfully, mm-hmm. we're not sending running backs up the middle on second and ten. Man, I'm glad those days are over. But um, <laughs> Piran, he's definitely on the bubble, him and Adams. But, I, you know, I, I hope Piran can make it just because it's a – you know, fourth-round pick, you don't want to see him go to waste after one year, but it should be interesting for sure. I think it's, those guys will battle for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, E, man, you've been bringing the fire so far. Absolutely, you're bringing it. And before I let you go, this is my last question for you is, we've talked about guys in the bubble. We've talked about, you know, the cornerback position and the issues there. What are your thoughts about PFF saying that the Jets have the fifth-worst roster in the league? Well, it makes no sense. It's the same website that said we had the most improved roster in the league. I, mean, I don't get it. But, I mean, fifth worst, I, I don't agree. I think, you know, you look at a receiving core, you look at our defensive line, it's a lot better than a lot of other teams. I could probably name five teams with much worse rosters than this team. 
I, I think that's kind of ludicrous. Do I think this is a top 20 roster? No. I think it will be, in a, you know, in a year or so. But I, I don't get how the same company has one of the worst rosters on one list and then most improved roster on the other. It, it makes no sense, man. They're just looking for clicks. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I look at this situation, especially when you look at all the – like you said, they called us the most, one of the most improved rosters you know, in the NFL. But when you look at some of the changes that we made, you look at how deep our wide receiver core is. You look at how great our offensive line is looking right now. There's so many different things that we did. You look at our defensive line, how beastly it is. You got people saying that we have one of the top defensive lines in the league. It's like, okay, with all that changing and so many things going on, how could we have the fifth worst roster in the league? I'm not saying, like, we're the Chiefs or nothing like that, but I'm saying, damn, we're not the fifth worst. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, yeah. that's crazy. No, 100%, man. It is, it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Listen, E, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Before I let you go, let me give you a hand before I let you go. Man. Yeah. Thank you for calling in tonight. You have yourself a good night, my man. Yeah, you have a good night, Lauren. All right. Listen, E calling in with fire, man. This is what I'm talking about. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. You know what I'm saying? Salutes to everybody that's watching me, no matter where you're watching me from. Please give my stream a thumbs up, okay? And if you could, please share the stream as well. It's all gratefully appreciated. You can also hit the Super Chat if you like. Whatever donations you give is greatly appreciated. If you don't want to hit the Super Chat, my Cash App is right down there as well. Some people just say, hey, Joe, give me your Cash App. It's right there. Go ahead and hit me in Cash App if you can as well, too. Anything you give, greatly appreciated. You know what I'm saying? So, again, we're going to keep getting to these lines. I'm going to go 631. You look like a new caller. 631, I'm coming directly to you. 631, give me your name, tell me where you're from, and give me your thoughts on this Jets cornerback position. How are you feeling about Bless Austin possibly being our number one corner again going into the season? Hey, so um, my name is Brandon, and uh, I'm from Lone Island. And, yeah, I mean, I think it's a group of young guys who have to come in and prove themselves, um, especially in mm-hmm. training camp. That, that's in a couple of weeks, and, and again, in a couple of weeks, it's it's the preseason, and you know, bless Austin, and, you know, he might be, he might come away with that number one corner spot, or you know, they might wait until um, the first preseason game and see how these young cornerbacks produce, and maybe bring a a, a veteran like Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, I want to thank you for calling in, Brandon. Look, I hear your point there. I know that there's still some guys out there. Watson, I know that we've talked about Sherman before, but he's made some comments where maybe he wants to go with a team that's, you know, a little bit more uh, win-ready or uh, a contender, you know, that's, that's ready to put it to, together. So we'll see how things happen. Again, maybe he stays out there longer and things change. You know how, you know, football players can go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Situation could change. You know? When things kind of thin out, you know, a little bit, then they're a little bit more open to going to different teams. But we'll see what happens. There are also people kind of floated out the name. Uh, I think it was Steve Nelson as well was floated out as well earlier this offseason. We'll see what happens there. But like you were, like you said, too, you know, it's a lot of young guys in here, a lot of young guys, and we're still trying to prove ourselves. And 
for me, I look at the situation with Bless Austin, to me, man, having him back again as our number one corner, it's shaky. He was so shaky last year. We saw him get cooked consistently. We saw him give up yardage. We saw him just look lost at times. But then there was a guy on the other side, Bryce Hall, who we saw get beat from time to time. But we also saw, hey, you know, this young corner was showing us things. He was a rookie corner out there, you know, his first year, and he was showing us some things at times. He had some solid interceptions for us in coverage, you know, <laughs> even against some veteran wide receivers. He was kind of able to get some footing and compete with those guys. So what are your thoughts about Bryce Hall on the other side? Do you feel like he'll be able to challenge and possibly take that number one corner spot? He's going to have to prove himself. I mean, he's, you know, he's young. Uh, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with him there. What are your thoughts about other guys, you know, on the roster at that cornerback position like Isaiah Dunn, Michael Carter II? Where do you think that slot cornerback uh, position tends to shake out? I I think it's me, Michael Carter. Uh, you, you know, Ooh. he, he – um, he had a good uh, OTA. Um, see what happens when he does in in, um, in training camp and in the, in the preseason. But I mean, look, it's not it's not like years ago where it was Kamari on one side and then Devell Rivas on the other side. You know, we don't have yeah. that right now. <laughs> um, yeah, those days are um, long gone, man. I mean, <laughs> those days are long gone. And we are, you know, right now we're struggling there. I mean, what more do that. you want from me? We're all trying our best, man. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, the, you know, Revis is not walking through the door. We're trying to work with what we got here at cornerback. So switching it up a little bit, I want to talk to you about some players that are on the bubble, man, because you're really bringing it right now. You're giving me some takes. When you look at this loaded running back situation, who do you think is on the bubble there, my man? Who do you think is in danger of not making the Jets roster this upcoming season? Um, I, I think I think Piron. Um, and mm. I think maybe Adams. Okay, okay. So you're a guy that likes Ty Johnson and and um, and Tevin Coleman. So you think that those guys are the guys that's probably going to get the bulk of the carries along with Michael Carter? Yeah, I, I think Michael Carter is going to be the number one um, running back out of the gate. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that as well. Even though he's a young young guy. We just got him in here. The flashes that he's showing, the ability that he's showing, the fact that he can also catch the ball coming out the backfield, a lot of people are saying, hey, this Carter guy is the guy that's going to be able to turn things around. So my final question before I let you go, my man, is what are your thoughts about Chris Herndon? Is this the year where he puts up or shut up? Because in my mind, he's on the bubble, dude. And if he doesn't get it together, he's gone. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, he's, he's on the bubble with Crowder. Um, um, yeah, no, he's, he's on the bubble. Um, you know, he didn't do anything last year. Um, mm. he's probably not going to do anything this year. Um, I mean, he had one, he had one good season, but yeah. he's definitely on the bubble. If he doesn't, if he doesn't do anything this year, they're going to, they're going to cut him. And yeah. I don't see them trading him because he has no trade value because he hasn't done anything, but you know, like, like I said, you know, you, you never know. They might even cut him after the preseason. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Listen, Brandon, you've had a great call, man. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, thank you. 
All right, you have a good one. Listen, Brent's calling in. New caller, salutes to him from Long Island. I liked it. He brought some takes, man. He brought some takes. There's a lot of people shooting, you know, off the hip, shooting left and right about this this Jets cornerback position. There's a lot of questions to be answered there. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of question marks. We don't know what's going to happen. So we're going to keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. Salutes to everybody. Salutes to all my savages in the chat. You know what I'm saying? GMB in the chat salutes to you. GMB says, let's go, Jets. Let's go. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, you know, we're going to keep on going. Salutes, again, all the savages in the chat. They're getting after it. Please like my stream, you know, wherever you are watching me from. Give my stream a like. Share my stream. Donate if you can. My super chat's there. My cash app is there. Please hit the super chat or the cash app. So, again, we're getting back to these lines. I'm going to my guy, Rusty, man. This is my guy, Rusty. I think this is my guy, Rusty Spooner, on the line. Salutes to you, Rusty. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Rusty, give me your thoughts about this Jets cornerback position, man. How are you feeling about this situation? And what are your thoughts about Bryce Hall, man? Do you think he'll be able to challenge and take the number one cornerback spot? How's it going, Joe? Hope you're having a good Friday, bud. Yeah, but, um, it's, you know, yeah. It's, been, it's been hectic, bro, but go ahead. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I love Bryce Hall. Uh, I think, I mean, I think he was blessed by fire. Similar, you know, I can't compare really anybody to Revis, but Revis got, you know, his fair share, you know, when he played for as a rookie for us too. And that's what I liked. He's got like that, uh, you know, bring it attitude. You know, I'm going to, you know, you might bend me a little, but I'm not, you're not going to break me. And I think he took that going into the season, this off season, I should say. And I don't know, I like him. He's fast, he's hungry, he's humble, and he's smart. You know, he's got the, the football IQ as well, which is obviously a great thing. So I, I like that kid. That kid is good. Yeah, like absolutely. Him. And like you, like you said as well, he's a guy that really showed us flashes in that first year. And we were like, whoa. And, again, he was a guy that, you know, we drafted late. And everybody was like, hmm, we'll see what we can bring out of him. There was people that talked about him, you know, at the draft that if he hadn't had some of the injuries that he had, he would have went earlier in the draft, all kinds of things. But when we saw him last season, uh, there were flashes. Even though he was getting beat from time to time, uh, mm-hmm. again, being a young corner, you're going to go through those things. He had some great plays. We saw a great interception in games. We saw him be able to cover, you know, some very, very solid wide receivers in this league. So I'm excited to see him step into this year and see what he can do. Because I think the big thing with him is consistency. That's what we need to see more out of him. And again, with young players, that's usually what their issue is, just doing things on a consistent basis and really putting it together. But when you look at that other side, bro, blessed Austin for me really doesn't, he doesn't bode a lot of confidence for me. Not at all. Uh, We've seen him get beat. We've seen him get cooked. We've seen him miss tackles, all kinds of things. How do you, I like Lamar. Do you I like mean, Lamar? I didn't mean I to cut like you Lamar off, Joe. But like, I yeah. mean, like, why not throw Lamar over there? I like Lamar. You know? Okay. Like, you, you know, he got burned and stuff, but, and he got us Zach Wilson. But, you know, it, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, like, I, I, <laughs> you know, I love him. Okay. He, okay. he, You know, he, yeah. he's similar, you know, to, to Hole in that fashion. You know, he's a hungry kid, and he wants to go get it. And, you know, he, he got burned on the second time around. That first time around – you know, when it should have been a home run when we were playing against the Raiders, that wasn't him, you know. Like he had his, his things, you know. But, you know, he got yeah. twice. And who who burnt them? Judy? 
Yeah, it was uh, good luck. Good luck catching that cat, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's a cheetah. You can't catch that guy. That was was a terrible play call by uh, Greg Williams there. He left him on an island with Henry Ruggs, and Henry Ruggs, like you said, that dude's a burner. Oh, Ruggs, that's what it was. I'm sorry. Yeah, that that dude's a burner. He he never should have been one-on-one with him with no help over the top. Even Marcus May said that. That was ridiculous. But – like yeah. you said as well, and it, it's interesting that you say that, that you'd like to see Lamar at number one. I don't know you know, if that's there. We'll see again because how things are going to shake out. He's a guy that some people believe is on the bubble, but if he can fight to get in that position because there's so many question marks, I could see anybody almost taking that spot away from Bless Austin because his play is so spotty and up and down. But what are your thoughts about that slot corner spot? Because we're hearing a lot about Michael Carty, man, a lot about him in OTAs. We heard a lot about him in – uh, you know, mini camps as well. Do you think Michael Carter is a guy that can challenge for that slot corner spot and lock it down? He's He's got good hands and good feet. I like that about him. You know, he swats it. But, you know, when he does get burned, he gets burned bad. Uh, I mean, in college. Oh, yeah. And then you, you have to find, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> the NFL, you got to yeah. fine-tune him. But, you know, I, I have faith in Salah on how he's going to look at that and everything. But, um uh, I don't know, man. It's a 50-50 with that, too. You know, and it's a good type of 50-50. It's not a scary 50-50. It's a, you know, it's like, all right, we'll see what we got here because, you know, we know our front is solid. Our linebackers are going to kill people. So, we mm-hmm. and then we have, you know, we do have safeties. So, we have sort of a blessing where we can sort of, you know, play a little bit at corner, if you will, and then, you know, pray that Russell Wilson gets taken out first game of the season. We can get Stingley. You know, that'd be cool. <laughs> So. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens there and how it shakes out. But I want to talk to you a little bit about these players that are on the bubble as well. There's some guys that people are looking at and they're like, uh, we don't know if they're going to make it. When you look at this loaded running back class, how do you think that that shakes out, man? What player on the, from the running back situation here, who do you think is going to be in danger of not making the roster? That's like the It's like the biggest blessing and curse for us because all of them should be, you know, and they in their rightful own respects, and that's the crazy part. I honestly, I am. If I would have to say one, I'd probably say Pirine, maybe. But then I can also say Cole. I mean, like, I don't know. I really like Todd Johnson, though. He he basically averages like six yards a touch, and mm-hmm. I mean, then you, it's it's up in the air with me. But I would have to say Pirine if he if anybody. I don't know, but that's a crazy thing. I. Uh, <laughs> And then we just got Coleman, so I don't know. That's a tough yeah. one. That's gonna be that's gonna yeah. be a real, real tough one for us. Yeah, it is. It is. And then I, I hope no one in our division gets one of our guys. You know, that's the other thing. Yeah, absolutely. I looked at our division. I looked at our situation here, and I said the same thing at running back. I was like, man, we got so many guys. Again, we we just brought in Tevin Coleman. We all know he's no spring chicken, but he's still a veteran that can come in and yeah. be adequate there and be able to do his thing. But then you got Ty Johnson, who we're all excited about, who really showed, you know, some potential. Michael Carter, we just drafted, who a lot of people are honestly saying he's going to end up being our, uh, our our number one running back, which, again, in this in this kind of running back by committee system, that could, you know. Yeah, he really was better well. than his teammates well, that got drafted ahead of him. And then, and then you look at the situation, like you said, P. Ryan as well. Uh, you've still got Josh Adams, man. There's going to be so, so much competition there. I can't wait to see how that situation shakes out. But, Rusty, for my last question for you, man, is what are your thoughts about Herndon going in 
Is he on the bubble for you? Do you think that there's, you know, some tight ends that could come in that are on the roster currently uh, that are going to be able to take the spot away from him? Could you see him not making the roster this upcoming season? If I was GM, he would already be gone. <laughs> I mean, I, unless uh, I, I just it, – it's his hands just drive me absolutely insane, crazy, and then sometimes it's just the stupid types of holding penalties. Granted, you know, he yep. did save Sam's life a couple times last year, but – it, yeah. it it's it's maddening, like it it really is because he's got hands like Jamal Adams, but Jamal Adams is a safety, so he's allowed you know he's he's allowed to be like that. <laughs> uh, and I and I always say the thing, it's just like I think he'd be good at, at linebacker. Honest to God, maybe maybe switch him to linebacker. <laughs> I I yeah his, <laughs> he he'd be gone if I was GM already. I mean, yeah. yeah. I like Wesco, obviously. Well, for a fullback, I, I like how we have Croft or Kraft. I always butcher his name. Um, yeah, Tyler like, Croft, yeah. And then, and then always, you know, and then I like Yaboa. You know, like, see you later, Herndon. Yeah. You know, hey, yeah. you know, go get that stick'em or something or become a linebacker because I don't know. <laughs> Listen, <Russ, laughs> And you know what? I, I, he, you. <laughs> yeah, this is a little bit. You, you know. really brought it. You brought it. Go ahead and give him a hand, man. This was a call from Rusty. I see Rusty getting after it. He said, go get that stick'em, move to a different position, yeah. maybe you'll be able to talk, talk with Plunkett, you know, that old Raider. He he was he was familiar with gallons of that stuff, so you know, it should be good. Okay. <laughs> All right, Rusty, listen, i got to get back to these lines, man. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have a good one, my friend. You too, Joe, man. It's always great talking to you, bud. Right, have a good one. Listen, Rusty calling in with the fire. Okay? <laughs> you can keep going to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. Keep in mind when you call in, please be patient. We got callers. I will get to everybody. I know that some people may not know how things work here, but when you call in here, you're in a queue. I can see you. So you don't have to call in and hang up, call in and hang up, and call in and hang up. I know different people do things different ways, but when you call in here, I can see you. You'll be in a queue. You're on hold. I will get to you. So please be patient. We got a bit of callers tonight. So we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy, Steve, man. I'm going to oh. my guy, Steve, and I want to talk to Steve. I want to talk to you tonight, Steve. Salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Steve, this cornerback position, this situation that we have here, what are your thoughts about Bless Austin going into this season? Do you think he ends up being our number one corner yet again, or do you think somebody on this roster is going to be able to snatch that position away from him? Hey, well, well, first off, what's going on, Joe? It's always great to hear from you, man. You know, it's always fun. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, man. So, you know something, Joe, going into you, because since you're talking about the defense and since you're talking about this with the corner position and with some players, you know something, Joe? I got to be very, very, very honest with you. A lot of people mm-hmm. are very high about that we're going to be a top 10, top 15 defense. Listen, okay. We can't just jump the gun right now. We haven't even started training camp. We haven't even had a preseason game yet. Heck, we haven't even started the regular season yet. It's not September 12th yet, Jets fans. You just got to remember mm. that, okay? Um, 
But, you know, okay, so I'm looking. Okay. So I'm looking Go ahead, at this Steve. corner. They won't come after you. So, mm-hmm. I am looking at this cornerback position. You know, listen, the cornerback position is the position that does kind of worry me about right now because I really wish that so far in this offseason right now that we could sign a veteran corner because, listen, I, I know – Richard Sherman and Steven Nelson are there, are there still on the board. But here is the thing about Bless Austin. You like Bless Austin, and it's not just because he's a Rutgers guy. Because, listen, as, I, as people know, I am technically a Rutgers Scarlet Knights fan. But, you know, I, but here's the thing. I like Bless Austin, and I think he is a good player. Do I see him as a number one corner? I'm not sure right now. Like, you, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't know. The only thing is, like, because at times last year we saw him more at the number two position, but then he had to take over at number one because we had that garbage corner last year in Pierre Desir, which we ended up cutting oh, in, in the mid, in the middle of the season. But you know something yep. right now? Going with Bless Austin, I would prefer him at the number one position spot right now at the corner. But honestly, we just need to see what happens when training camp goes around. It's just – the cornerback position is the one position on the defense that I'm a little bit worried about. Yeah, I'm definitely worried. I think everybody's worried. I think it's the weakest position that we have on defense, and that's why there's so many question marks. This is going to be an intriguing position to watch take out because a lot of these guys we feel like are either untalented or they're young and they're unproven. And that's my next question for you because I want to talk to you about Bryce Hall. Here's a guy that We saw some flashes out of last year. We were all like, man, this is a guy that may be able to put some things on here. Again, he was a rookie corner. We saw him get beat from time to time, but we also saw him out there being able to make plays as well. And there were some times where in coverage he was against, you know, some very solid receivers and held his own, held his own. So my question for you, Steve, is what are your thoughts about him going into this season? And do you think that he's a guy that will continue to see step up and become better and better within this new defense that we have? Yeah, no, I definitely think Bryce Hall will definitely improve. Listen, I don't want to see Bryce Hall at the number one corner position yet. Listen, he's a, he's a sophomore right now. And, you know, when he did play for us last year, towards the end of the season, he did show a lot of flashes towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Heck, who could ever get that amazing one interception he had against the Rams, the, the, against the Rams? I mean, that, that interception he had was incredible. But the thing is, I would like to see uh, Bryce Hall more as, uh, at the second corner position. I, I like to mm-hmm. see him more at the second corner position. I feel more comfortable with him at the second corner position. And right now, I, I'm, 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 there's a debate right now between Julian uh, Guthrie and – Michael Carter the second at the slot corner position. At the slot, but, yeah, yeah, at the slot yeah there is. There's position. a lot of people talking about that. I've, I've heard listen, people talking hey, Joe, about listen, you know, listen, Isaiah Dunn possibly challenging for the number one corner spot too. Yeah, they could be. But let me tell you something, Joe. It's a good thing that, that – because the thing is what's going to be so weird is I just have a feeling this season that we're going to hear the name Michael Carter so many times, one on one side <laughs> of the offense and the other side of the defense. on the defense and and the thing is like I just think it's so funny how till this day how the Jets drafted a guy by the by the same name I just still think it's hilarious but the thing is so now going back to the defense you know listen the one thing that I am excited though about this defense is is like how 
Robert Sala is going to be like with the defensive side of the ball. I mean, listen, I know he's going to leave it up to our new defensive coordinator. And, you know, he's also going to be responsible too for the defense, but you know, something definitely going to be really exciting. It's just that, that corner position is the position that I'm worried about. And the other thing that still needs to happen is, is that, you know, July 15th is coming up. When are we giving Marcus May his extension? Yeah, we've been talking. Yeah, we've been talking about that as well, Steve. I-, I talked about that on the last show. We'll continue to talk about that as it goes on. We're see- we're going to see how that shakes out. That's intriguing, and I've been talking about it. We need to make sure that we get Marcus May extended because it does nothing but bode well for our look within the team and also our look with- outside of the team as well. Young players that are looking at you know being drafted by the New York Jets. Hey, they're- this is going to show you if you come here and you turn up and you play well. We're going to reward you. It shows players within the locker room as well. Listen, here's a guy that's a team captain who's done everything the right way. When Jamal Adams was losing his mind and going crazy, this was a guy that stood, stood firm with us, didn't you know, move, didn't do anything, and stuck with the team, played well when we needed him to play well, even in a season that a lot of people said meant nothing. And we're going to reward him for that and make, him a, you know, a, 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 make sure that we pay him what he needs to be paid and make sure that we lock him in and keep him a jet for years to come. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to get that deal done, Steve, because, you know, he's, he means a lot to this team. He's a great player yeah, no. here. He's a really great player. No, and he's a highly rated safety and coverage as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and the thing is, yeah. like, the one thing that Marcus May could also definitely do for us this year is, is that he could definitely teach the young corners and give the young corners help as well. Like, he could go out there, like, if he's got to go out there, because, listen, we all know Marcus May is not a blitz, it's not a blitzing corner, a uh, blitzing safety like Jamal Adams was. I mean, listen, and Marcus May was a better coverage. Marcus May was always the better coverage safety than Jamal Adams was. And the thing is what Marcus May could do, Joe, is, is that he could definitely, and I mean definitely, help with the young corners as well if they ever need help with a coverage on like on like the best teams receivers we're going up against but they're ready for training camp to start okay like this yeah. has been a training camp that i have been excited for i mean jets fans on twitter yeah. the last couple of days, including me have been saying what are what are the jets going to announce the practices opening to the public because the thing is i i just want to go see robert Sala's type of coaching because uh, it's exciting, yeah. and you know what keeps me pumped up too, Joe. The last few days, the last couple of weeks, I have been watching his, his introductory press conference when he first became the coach of the team. The flight episodes—it's mm-hmm. it, just so exciting. Even though I've watched it like maybe ten million times already, uh, it's just yeah. so exciting. It absolutely is, Steve. I mean, we, there's so many, so many changes we've made, so many things that we've done that's really got this team fired up. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you my last question before I let you go, and we're going to get back to these lines. 848, I see you. I'll be coming to you next. Uh, so my final question for you, Steve, is I'm going to switch it up a little bit here because we've talked about this defense, but when you look at players on the bubble – do you believe that Herndon's going to be able to make the roster this year? Do you think that there's other tight ends that are going to be able to take his position and push him out of the way? Here is the thing I'm going to say this right now. This is a big training camp for Chris Herndon. This is a big training camp, and these preseason games are going to be very important for him. He's probably going mm-hmm. to be playing in all three of these preseason games even including the the last one, even though the last one, you know, a lot of people don't really care about. But 
position is on the line. And here is the thing which I'm going to say right now. I am going to give Chris Herndon one more chance. Now, Chris Herndon did have a really good second half of the season last year. He was very good in the second half. But I want him to be I want him to be at the level he was when he was a rookie cuz he showed a lot of promise his first year in 2018. And then in 2019 he was hurt for the whole year and couldn't really play. Last year in 2020 he had a very big disappointing season. He was very He was very hurt his rookie year too. He was hurt his rookie year. Yeah. year but when then he, he was, was suspended healthy, as well that before he got hurt. Yeah, and, yeah, he was suspended he his second back. year, and then he got hurt. Yeah. yeah. But you don't, but you don't yeah. you think, Joe, you got, got to give him one more chance. I know you don't <laughs> got to give him one more chance. If he doesn't show anything this year, then he has to go, and, and especially yeah. during training camp. He would have to go. Absolutely, Steve. Listen, Steve, you have had quite a call, man. This is quite a call from you, Steve. You really brought it. Yo, one last thing. Go ahead. Yo, one last thing. All gas, no break. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. All right. Salute to you, Steve. And again, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. We're going to get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. The lines are open again. When you call in, please be patient. We're going to get to everybody. When you call in, I can see you. Don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. I can see you. Okay? I'll get to everybody. So we're going to keep going to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. Please give my stream a thumbs up no matter where you're watching me from, and please share the stream. So next caller I'm going to, 848-848. We're coming directly to you. You're a new caller. Give me your name. Tell me where you're from, and give me your thoughts on this Jets cornerback position. How are you feeling about Bless Austin, my man? What's up, Joe? I'm Anthony. I've talked to you plenty of times before. I'm from Jersey. Oh, my goodness, Anthony, so I don't up? know how you feel uh, about what's What's going on, my man? How are you feeling tonight, Anthony? Give me your thoughts. Bryce Austin, uh, how are you feeling about it, man? Oh, uh, man, like, I know, like, I, I know way, dude, like, like, his rookie year, I, like, I really liked him. I think he was making plays in his rookie year and stuff like that. I know, like, last mm-hmm. year he was, re- he was really, really inconsistent. <laughs> but, man, I don't know mm-hmm. how he's going to do this year, man, because I'd say he, he, there's a really high chance he's starting. Who knows? Maybe Salah can coach him up a little bit, and, but we'll we'll just see, man. Like, I, he's not my favorite corner in this mm-hmm. on this team, but like, I don't know, man. We're, we're just gonna see what happens with him. Yeah, it will, I mean, we'll see. I, I to me, bless. I look at the situation with him. He was getting destroyed all last season. I know. We were all I upset know. with him consistently, and it was like, dude, when are you going to step up? Especially with all the, the issues that we had, you know, last year, especially defensively, back calls, all kinds of things, and he was just part of the problem. But when you looked at the other side, there was a little bit of hope because we saw a kid in Bryce Hall who, again, he was a young corner, he was a rookie, he was a guy that, yeah, we saw him get beat from time to time, but we also saw him hold his own against some very solid wide receivers in this league. He was able to get some interceptions you know, put some things on. He made some plays that helped us uh, win a game. 
You know what I'm saying? So it was big. What are your thoughts about him, and do you think we continue to see him step up this season as well? Man, I think in this solid defense, I think they're going to see way more of Bryce. So with me, which is rookie year last year, he's obviously going to make mistakes, but he at least showed some things. Bless Austin, he didn't really show mm-hmm. anything last year. I don't think he made one. I don't remember one good play best Bless Austin made last year. Like I saw Bryce Hall make plays last year. I know like he was getting he, he would get beat. He was getting beat. Throughout some of the time, I know he was making penalties and all that, but still, man, I at least saw some things that happened. The interceptions against the Rams was great. I've seen, but the thing is, man, I'm really excited about Bryce Hall. I think he's going to be one one guy in this defense that Salah is just going to coach up, and he's just going to get better and better, in my opinion. Absolutely, man. I could see that happening as well. What are your thoughts about this slot corner position, though, man? Because a lot of listen people me, are listen me, Joe. I'm actually it's Michael Carter's I'm actually, job to lose. I, I, I'm actually high on Michael Carter. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually. I actually really, really like him, man. Um, I know okay. it's gonna be um between him and Gayatri, but we're just gonna see. But man, I am really high on Michael Carter. I'm not gonna lie with you. Yeah, yeah, I am as well. There's uh, again, we're hearing nothing but good things from him. I like him. I like Isaiah Dunn as well. Um, he's a guy. Isaiah that I Dunn. Think he was good in OTAs. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people talking about him in OTAs. Maybe he challenges for the slot corner spot. There were some people saying he may even challenge to be the number one or number two corner. Who knows? There's so many question marks there. But the There's big so question is, is Bryce Hall going to be the number one corner? That's the big question. What Can he be a number one corner? That's the big question with Bryce Hall. Well, I mean, what's stopping him, though, Anthony? Bless Austin? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> I know. Bless Austin what, has no shot. Well, who knows? Maybe we're smoking crack. Stop. <laughs> who's stopping him? No, I was asking. Who knows? Left. Maybe we start a corner or something. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, but I'm telling you, from the guys we have on the roster, there's nothing stopping Bryce no, Hall in my mind from taking that spot. With the corners we have on this team, he is absolutely the number one corner. It's not even close right now. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, I mean, we'll see what happens there, but. I want to change the mode a little bit, man. I want to talk to you about some guys that a lot of people feel is on the bubble. You know what I'm saying? Some guys that people feel like, "Eh, we don't know. It's going to be tough for them to make the roster. I'm starting off, man. What are your thoughts about Chris Herndon? Is he a guy that you feel is going to get pushed off the roster? All I'm going to say was Chris Herndon, like the other caller said, man, he has to prove himself in training camp, do and in preseason, dude. He has to prove himself. Like, he's got a lot of work to do, man. He's got a He's got to fix the drops. He's got to fix everything, man. man here we go. I'll, I'll give him this. Yeah. I'm not really going to judge him in an Adam Gates offense, but listen to me. Uh-huh. I'll give him one more shot in a real in a real offense. That's all I'm going to say. He needs yeah. to have a huge training camp, fix the drops, everything. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. What are your thoughts about this running back position, man? Pretty loaded. Who do you Man, think I'm actually like this. Obviously, you got yeah. Obviously, you got Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, P. Ryan. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm liking Michael Carter. I almost forgot Michael Carter. <laughs> yeah, I'm really liking this man. But it, it, it sounds like I think uh, Coleman will probably start. To be honest, I think Michael Carter. I think he might sit back for a little while. Learn about. Okay. In my man, I feel like Tevin Coleman is gonna like mentor Michael Carter a little bit. In my opinion. I really think that's okay. gonna happen because I know maybe maybe they want Mark Carter to learn the offense more as a rookie. So I think Coleman's gonna start, but I'm excited for this whole running group, running back group, man. I really like all these guys except I P yeah. Ryan is a really good shot. He's gonna be cut though. 
Okay, so if you so let me because I want I want to go there with you at this point. If you had to take three into the season and you only could take three, or let's say four, if you only could take four, who are you taking? So you're saying Coleman, you think makes it. You you like yep. Ty Johnson, right? You know Ty yep. Johnson, you think makes it. So that's two already. Michael Carter, you've talked about. You think he makes it as yeah. well. Who else do you think makes yeah. it out of there, man? So I th- I think I think I think. I think P. Ryan or Josh Adams are going to be the guy that gets cut. Okay. So, what, give me. Is it P. Ryan or Adams? Who are you going with? Man, <laughs> people might just come on, man, but I'm actually I'm on, cutting P. On. Ryan over Josh Adams. Okay. I actually like okay. jo- Josh Adams showed more last year than P. Ryan did, man. I, re- I, like jo- I know Josh Adams is going to be like the fourth running back, but, man, he showed more than P. Ryan last year, though. Okay, Anthony with a with a fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anthony coming through with a steaming <laughs> take. All right, he's letting them know. You know what I'm saying? You think Josh? Okay, you think? And you know what? There's some people that are saying that as well, Anthony, and they're saying that yeah. because of the injury. That's what a lot of people are saying. Listen, we don't know if you know if P Ryan is going to be able to to carry the load. We like Josh Adams. We want to continue on with him. And then a lot of people are saying that P. Ryan may be on his way out the door. That was a, a very yeah. solid take, Anthony. Very solid take. The thing take. is, John, listen to me. Go ahead. Go ahead. The thing is, the thing is I, like, when we picked P. Ryan last, last, last year, I was still, like, eh on that pick. I didn't know how that was going to go. So, yeah, I really okay. – I think it was a mistake draft. I just don't know, man. I just didn't love the pick at the time. So, yeah, I think he's going to be the guy that gets cut. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're speaking, you're talking that talk, Anthony. Now, my next question, my last question for you before I let you go, yep. man, you really brought the fire tonight. What are your <laughs> thoughts about PFF saying that the Jets have the fifth worst roster in the league? Do you agree with them? Listen, man, man, all I'm going to say this, man, all all dude, all people do is just hate on the Jets, man. I completely disagree. I think it, it, it it's bottom, it might be bottom 10, who knows? I, I'm not really sure, man. But I'm telling you right now, it is not bottom five, man. I'm not saying that because I'm a Jets fan. Obviously, I'm going to act a little biased, but I totally disagree with that. That's all I'm going to say. I can name, I can name yeah. five worse rosters than the Jets right now. Yeah. And you know, that's the same thing I said, Anthony. You know, I'm not sitting here saying we're the Chiefs or nothing like that. Dude. I know. I'm not I know. Doing that's that. what I'm saying. But, but I'm all saying. I'm saying, I don't think we're bottom yeah. five, though. Exactly. You you look at our situation here. We've drastically improved our offensive line. I think our offensive yeah. line is extremely solid. I mean, yep. hell, we got a uh, we got a guy that we all think is an all pro who should have been a pro bowl last year, Makai Beckton. You know, we've added yep. Moses. We've done all things. We, you know, we we traded up for Vera Tucker. Then when you look at our wide receiver core, it's as deep as it gets. Corey Davis, Mims, uh, Elijah yep. Moore. You know, we got we got so much talent there. It's like okay. What's yep. going on here? And then you look at our defensive line with Curry added and Lawson added and Quentin Williams and all these guys. It's like everybody just raves about our, our defensive line. They're raving about the things we did yeah. offensively. How could we have a bottom five roster? Yeah, I, that doesn't I don't make get any it. Sense. And listen to me, Joe. The only two positions that actually scare me on this roster a little bit are linebacker yeah. and corner. Mm. You know what, Anthony? And I w- I've talked to people about that. I feel like a lot of people aren't paying attention to the linebacker position the way that they should as well. Because something that you said too, you, what you just said, it scares you a little bit because you don't you don't know. There's a lot of question marks there too. There really, really is. Yep. We've got to see with C.J. Mosley how he's going to come back. What you know, kind of what's going to come Davis back in. Does. 
Exactly. Him too as well. And Blake Cashman well. cannot stay on the field. Yeah. Yeah. He can't. So who, who's going to step up behind him? Is it going to be Nelson Dean? Is he going to be able to fill in at that position? Who's going to sure be able would. to step who up? Knows? Who knows? We don't, we don't know. We have no clue. Exactly. Exactly. There's a lot of questions at that linebacker position, yep. a lot of questions, and we'll see how this shakes out there. But like you said, listen, you got Gerard Davis, a guy that we're hoping is going to be able to come to put things yeah, together and come on. Yeah, everyone thinks he was just misusing Detroit. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of questions, man, but you brought up a lot of great takes there, Anthony. I'm telling you, you brought the fire tonight. Give this man a hand, man. Give him a hand. Give him a hand, man. Give him a hand, man. We're giving Anthony a hand, man. Salute to you, Anthony. Listen, I got to get back to these lines, my man. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, and you have yourself a good night, my friend. You too, Joe. Have a good one. You have a good one. Listen, Anthony brought the fire tonight. He brought the fire, okay? Absolutely. So we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. We're taking all callers, all takes. I got a lot of new callers tonight. We'll keep getting to these lines. We're going to talk to everybody again. Please give my streams a thumbs up wherever you're watching me from. Also, share the streams if you can. It's greatly appreciated. Also, when you call into my you know, show, I can see you. I'll get to everybody. Also, there's no cursing. I know I got a lot of new callers. Do not curse on my show. Or I'll get you out of here fast. Faster than we got Jamal Adams out of here. Get out of here, Jamal. You acting for all that money, acting crazy, bro. Get up out of here. We have to get you ghost. Now you're stuck wherever you stuck at. You know what I'm saying? The Jets are changing, and we've moved forward, and we're doing things the right way now. So we're going to keep it moving, keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. That is the number to call in. Going next to the lines, 401, 401. I am coming directly to you. 401, oh, I guess we lost them. I guess uh, 401 is gone. So, salutes again, everybody. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. And I wanted to talk to you folks a little bit tonight about, you know, some of the things that uh, Anthony was talking about as well. And it was great that he brought that up because I've been constantly talking with people back and forth about this linebacker position and the situation that is there. Uh, when you look at it, like he said as well, Gerard Davis is a guy that everybody's hoping, you know, is going to be able to put on and come in. A lot of people are saying, hey, he was misusing the scheme. Now he's coming into this situation. We've got Coach Sully here. We've got uh, Jeff Albert, who's, who's our defensive coordinator. These are guys that I think is going to really be able to coach him up and put him in a position to make plays. But we've got to see him do some things here. You know what I'm saying? He's got to turn it around. Sully is known, though for being able to get the most out of guys, for being able to get the best out of guys and have them come in and be successful within his scheme. That's what he's known for. I watched him do it in San Francisco. I'm telling you, everybody knows I'm a West Coast guy. I live on the West Coast. I have to watch them. (laughs) I have to watch the Niners. They force it on us. You know what I'm saying? There's no getting away from Niner Nation. They will be on your TV. And let me tell you something. Sulla put a lot of guys out there on that field, had them working together, 
uh, have them working out there within his scheme. And a lot of guys that people thought would never be successful, he was able to make successful in his scheme. That's why he's raved about so much from a lot of those players, not just within the Niners locker room, but outside of the Niners locker room as well. There's a lot of players that the second that we signed Sella, we're vouching for him and we're excited that he finally got a shot because they know the impact of him, you know, not just his scheme, but his coaching ability. So, there's some questions there at linebacker, but maybe Sola, that scheme, again, Jeff Albers, they'll be able to sort that out. And there's a lot of questions as well to see, hey, how is C.J. Mosley going to come back into the fold? Is he going to be good? That groin injury hampered him. We all saw it. Then he opted out. I'm a big supporter of C.J. I love him. I love what he brings to the table. Everybody screams two games, two years, Joe, every time I talk about him. Two games, two years, Joe. Come on now. You can't keep supporting him. It's two games and two years. Listen, I, you know, I'm going to fight for him. I, I respect his ability to do what he did, but guess what? He's back. He says he's got a chip on his shoulder, and he's telling us that he's going to put things together. So we're going to see how he comes back this year as well. So, again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. We're taking all callers. We're going to keep going to the lines now. 774, we're coming directly to you. 774, salute to you. You're a new caller. Give me your name, tell me where you're from, and give me your thoughts about this Jets cornerback position. How are you feeling about Bless Austin, man? My name is uh, Joey, longtime fan, Jets fan, fan of your show. Um, I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you. Thank you for all your support, man. Go ahead. Listen, um, I'm going to go out of the limb here. No one's going to agree with me. I've been a fan for 36 years, since 1985. Mm-hmm. I already put down two hundred dollars to have this team win the Super Bowl this year. That's twenty grand. Wow. They win. Yes. <laughs> listen, listen, Joe. you got to believe, man. Listen, you got listen. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. After 36 years of watching this team, I know, I know, everyone's going to disagree. 36 years of watching this team, I've never seen this okay. young, like young talent like this, where they're competing. And you know, my favorite is one, the quarterback. To the mm-hmm. coaching staff, the coaching I've never seen. You cannot uh, name a better coaching staff than this. And I know they haven't had a game yet. I understand they haven't. Had a game. <laughs> week week one is not here yet. But name name a better coaching Joey. staff than this. Joe, well, I mean, Joey, listen. Here we go. Listen, Joey. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm listen. First off, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. I want to thank you for all your support. I truly appreciate it. I love, you know, going back and forth and connecting with my Jets fans. So, again, I want to thank you for calling. No problem, you know What you do with your money is your business, my friend. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a pocket watcher. I don't tell people what to do. But putting 200 down and saying, hey, you ready for them to win a Super Bowl this year is tough. And let me explain to you why. I split, I split it with my cousin, though. I split it with my cousin, though, so it's only 100 on my part. I split it with my cousin. Joey, Joey heads the bet, didn't you? You heads the bet. See what you're doing, Joey. Joey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, Joey, I hear what you're saying. I'm excited about the team as well. There's a lot of people that are excited, but here's the deal. And this is why I tell Jets fans, 
you know, let's 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 slow down a little bit. The deal is, yes, we've made changes. Okay, I'm gonna start with the staff, Sulla, you know, Lafleur, all these guys we have in here. You know, Joe Douglas, some of the things that he's done. We've all excited about the front office. But these guys just got here, and they're implementing a new system, right? Even if you yeah, look at Sulla, totally the four, three, hold on. Okay, Joe, but he's bringing a 4-3 here. We're switching over from a 3-4, right? So you're going to have that learning curve for a lot of guys. We're, we're even talking about the roster being affected by that because there are some guys that we are like, C.J. Mosley is one of them. Everybody's like, yeah, we got C.J. Mosley. He's coming back. But a lot of people are saying, hey, C.J. Mosley, kind of more of a, a 3-4 guy. We're switching to a 4-3. Where does he fit? Sella addressed that, though, this offseason and said, listen, I know a lot of people are saying those things, but with his skill set, he'll be able to fit in. We, we can do things for him. It'll be fine, right? But there's other players on this roster that may not even make the roster because of that scheme switch. Bryce Huff is one of them. A lot of people are saying that he may not be able to, to fit into the new system, right? So that, that's there. Yep. Then you look offensively. Then you look offensively, right? Dude, there's a new – again, he, we're bringing in a new scheme, a Shanahan scheme. There's going to be a lot of changes. There's going to be guys that are going to be getting adjusted to that, you know. And then when you look at the roster itself, Joey, and again, I love your enthusiasm and passion because I'm passionate as well about the team. So we can connect that way. But, bro, you're asking a lot of a rookie but, quarterback. I don't know, but as but, much hear, as hear I love Jack, and I think he's phenomenal, he, he, he's a rookie quarterback, though. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hear me out. So, okay. So I know that, that – They'll, they'll have their issues at the beginning of the season, but when they go on that mm-hmm. winning streak, do you remember? Now, well, I don't, I, I forget if it was 2008 or 2012 when the Giants went mm-hmm. nine and seven, just squeezed in, barely made it to the playoffs, went on the run and mm-hmm. beat the Super Bowl. Un, they beat the Patriots, who were undefeated. Mm-hmm. They went in at nine and seven in the in, in, in a, as a wild card and beat the beat the Patriots, who were undefeated. Come on, man! Mm-hmm. I think they could do it. I think they could do it. Yeah, I don't but know, that, man, that, that, I'm, I'm gonna the I'm the manifesting this shit. I don't care about uh, everybody. Well, well, every Jets fan's negativity. Family, family, I'm manifesting this. Listen, I hear you, Joey. Oh, watch sorry, the person with a family sorry, show. I'm no, no, sorry, it's I'm okay. Sorry. Yeah, I understand sorry. you're passionate, but you know, family show. But listen, I hear what you're saying, and I understand that. But again, that team, that Giants team, they had things on it. We're still trying to figure out our pass rushing situation. We're still trying to figure that out. I know people are excited about it, but the only actual pass rusher that we have on this roster is Carl Lawson at this point. And Carl Lawson has not had over ten sacks in his entire career. Oh, in one you're gonna be shocked. You're gonna be shocked when you. I'm see gonna be shocked. Interior D, well, interior defense that they picked up. The, all, all yeah. the free agents that they picked. Come on, man. And again, but but again, we Joey, have more than again, one pass rusher. Rusher. Who else is the pass rusher, Joey? Quinnen Williams. Come on. Quinnen Williams. Quinnen Williams is not a pass rusher, Joey. Name if Quinnen Williams but is a pass rusher. But he got seven and a half sacks last year. Or seven he got seven and a half. That's not big pass rusher numbers, Joey. That's a, do you know Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa? Those guys are pass rushers, Joey. Who what what pass rusher do we have that's consistently gotten over ten sacks in a season? We don't have one, Joey. And, and you just brought up Quentin Williams, right? And I'm excited about him too. I love him. He's injured, Joey. He's got a foot injury. He just had a surgery. We don't know when he's going to come back. As a matter of fact, he has an injury history because last year he was on the IR with a neck injury. Didn't finish the season. He missed games. I don't remember season. that. Was he really? Uh, oh, yes, he was. A couple years ago? You can look. Yeah, absolutely. You can look it up. It was last season. He was on the IR. He had a neck injury. He ended the season on the okay. IR. He missed games down the stretch. 
So I understand it. Well, I'm, here, I'm injury, passionate. I, I, think, I, I love it too, Joey. But we, we've got I think to start the team can do a lot of barring injuries. Yeah, but even when you look at our cornerback position, though, it's tough to say that we're 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 gonna I understand. Maybe you know who knows anything can happen. But I just saying that the Jets are ready to win a Super Bowl next year. I I, I can't <laughs> I can't be there. Not this season, Joe. I'm now, psyched, man. Again, I'm, we've got to. You don't know. I'm, I'm right there with Joey. The Joey, other thing I thought right about is maybe I'm too. maybe, maybe I'm I'm too. I always want I. I wanted to go zero and sixteen to get Trevor Lawrence, but you know what? Now thinking about it, if you if you ask me right now, would you switch spots right now? I'm so happy that we won two games. I was against the fans that wanted to win two games or one game. I was against them, but I'm so happy oh, it happened because I would never yeah. trade. I would never trade Wilson for for Lawrence right now. If you ask me right now, I would not do it. I'm just I'm Joey. telling you there's something about this kid. There's something about this kid. You you everyone thinks, but I'm just telling you, you guys you gotta yeah. believe, man. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Joey, listen. I hear you, bro. I hear you and, and you sound like a lot of, you know, people that I speak to as well. I knew a lot of Jets fans and you're admitting it, but I there's others that didn't. There's a lot of Jets fans out there that were feeling the exact same way that you felt. They wanted Trevor Lawrence, it was him or nothing. And when he was going yep. out the picture, a lot of people immediately jumped on the Wilson bandwagon. Things were speeding up. Now we got him. He's here. And they're loving it. You Have, you heard, it? Was, Have you heard anything yeah, negative about him? Have you heard anything negative about him since we drafted him? No, not 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 from Jets fans, absolutely not. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect us to have anything negative to say about I'm going to tell you how much of a diehard I am. Yeah. I have the, the 1980s yeah. Jets logo tattooed on my forearm. That's how much of a Ooh. diehard I am. Joey. I respect it, Joey. I respect it. Listen, Joey, <laughs> I want to thank you for calling in tonight. This was an amazing call. I understand the passion. Thank you. I understand the fire. I'm right there, and I'm excited as You're well. You're going to see, man. You're going to see. I'm going to call your show again. I'm going to I'm going to call your show again in January when we're in the playoffs. And you're going to be like, hey, oh, wow, I can't believe they're there. I'll call you again. Yeah, call me before, of course, call me before. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll, call, I'll, call you when, yeah. I'll call you when we're 4-0 and then see what you think about it. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, Joe. I love you so, Joe. Night, take man. care, man. All right. You too. Take, take care. care. Bye. <laughs> Listen, Joey calling in. I, you know, look, I love every single Jets fan. All of Listen, I love all Jets fans. And I respect it. <laughs> but, you know, it's just tough for me to say we're going to win a Super Bowl this upcoming season. It's tough, man. It is tough. So please give my stream a thumbs up. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And turn on your notifications. <laughs> Joey said, we going to win a Super Bowl. I don't, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm just saying, you know. What, what more do you want from me? I'm just trying to, you know. I love everybody, though, and I love all Jets fans. So, oh, man, it's been quite a show. We're going to close it out now. A lot of fire spit, you know. <laughs> People are extremely optimistic about this roster and what we bring it to the table. There's so much to talk about here, man. So much to talk about with this uh with this this football team and everything that we got going, man. Oh man. So I'm gonna go ahead and close it out. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, 
Search the Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. That's YoungJ000. Follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will troll you right back, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times under that bridge. That's a real man on that offensive line. You know what I'm saying? A real man from USC. All right? Fight on. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling you, I'll troll you right back. I'm also on YouTube as well, Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. For those of you that listen through, you know, just the audio platforms on iTunes or Blog Talk, I also live stream my streams on there. So come check me out on there as well. We also game. So when you go to Long Beach Joe Jets, which is the YouTube, subscribe, turn on the notifications so when content is posted, you folks will be in the know, okay? And as always, folks, when I see you in person, all right, whenever I see you, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. They will always remain free. I want to thank everyone for calling in. You folks are the absolute best. Without you people, we are. I am absolutely nothing. So I want to thank you folks for calling in. Next show we're going to have, it's going to be a blast, man. So you folks have a good one. Peace. Yeah.